Hello, all you podcast listeners and viewers. We are Hypnotic Awareness. I am Quessy. I'm Allie Mae. And I'm Ashley. And we are three clinical hypnotherapists with a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Today, we're going to start our podcast out a little differently. Um, each week when we meet up, we usually do tarot card readings. The way that I read the cards showcase what you need to surrender, what you need more of in your life, how to navigate, and basic like guidance advice. So we're going to start off today with our card reading and we'll kind of give you a synopsis of how they relate to us. <laughs> Ooh, let me press record every time Quessy uh, reads our tarot. Oh, I love to record it. Well, that flew out. Yep. It's Go always nice during the week since we do this on a weekly basis to listen back and see how the cards are playing out. I always uh, journal mine, just to just keep reference. And I also journal our group one. I'm shaking for some reason. Ooh, oh, that's that? exciting. Wow. Get some pentacles cards today. That's an exciting energy, Quessy. Oh. I love your reactions when you're, <laughs> when you're uh, picking the cards, shuffling them. I am very curious to know what I need to surrender to because my weekend was really, really, really good. It was almost too good to be true. And then obviously something happened and then it was like, whoa. Mm -hmm. So I'm very curious to know what the cards got to say about me. There goes those goosebumps. This last the last card that I pulled um, flew out the uh, right side up. So I seen the picture and... Yeah, it's really going to hit home for you. Okay, so first card is Surrender Defensiveness. Oh, and by the way, I'll show the decks. So the first card that I pull is from the Surrender deck. And that tells you what you need to surrender. The next card comes from the Soul's Journey deck. And this tells you kind of like what you need more of in your life. Next card comes from just a regular tarot deck. And then the last one is from my favorite deck, the Angels and Ancestors Oracle Cards. Highly recommend, highly recommended. If you don't get any other deck, definitely get that one. Get you an angel deck? Yes. Hmm. Angels and Ancestors. Okay, so next card, Allie, is Trust. Oh, I didn't show the first one. Big theme, big theme in my life lately. Oh, I've been thinking so much about trust, balance, soul versus ego. Discernment is also a word that I've, have we been, did we discuss discernment on our last call together, ladies? I kind of feel that we did. Yeah. We've been here before. Yeah, yeah we've we talked have. about this before. Okay. I'm going to do a little uh, journal activity on what that means to me. And everybody has intuition. So that's an important card. Next mm -hmm. card is Ace of Cups and the Devil. I got both, huh? Yep. Cool. I think that ties in with the trust card. I think so. Okay, so I love my inner voice. Thank you, cards. That was a beautiful, beautiful card. 
Yes. For those out there who are interested in getting into tarot cards, but are kind of scared of like the scarier cards, the devil or the death card or any of the more negative cards aren't really negative. They're just, they're just giving you guidance and they don't always mean something negative. So also, isn't it all about perspective as well? Yes. Yes. What is your perspective of it? Yes. So always when you're getting a reading, always trust your own intuition about what is being read to you. Um, card readers can give you their best interpretation, but it's always best to go with your gut feeling. Even if you, if you think of a person, go with that. If you think of a situation, go with that, so on and so forth. The message I'm receiving is balance. Yep. Okay, next one. Look at this beautiful card. The medicine mother. Oh, so beautiful. Honor your inner knowing, which also ties into your trust. Intuition and trusting. Yeah. yeah. Take just one step. When you do, the next one will be presented to you. That's beautiful. That is. Okay, Ashley. Yeah, tell me what I need to surrender to. <laughs> Oh gosh, Quessy. Why do you do that to us? I've never seen that card for you before. I know, I just can oh, this feel one it. Is, this one is surprising for me to see that oh. pop up for you. Hmm. It's nothing I never guessed would come from you. Yeah, it's been interesting. Yesterday was interesting. All right, first card, Ashley. Yes. Surrender your belief in scarcity. Okay, let me show. That's the surrender your belief in scarcity. Next okay. one is imagination. And the affirmation for this is I embrace and nourish the creative aspect of my mind. I'm already seeing a theme here. So belief in scarcity, surrender to that, and then imagination. Yes. Wow. Okay. I'm feeling this. Oh, here you go. Back on track. Pentacles. Pentacles. <laughs> Four of pentacles. I felt it. And he's holding. He's holding the pentacles. So that's a good, good, good card. Isn't that so crazy? So belief in scarcity and then imagination and now four pentacles. Like yep. wow. so scarcity, pentacles, imagination. Hmm. Next one is peacekeeper. Mm -hmm. Picasso. I've been choosing peace a lot lately. Same, same, same. It's just it's so much easier once you choose peace. It really is. We almost fight ourselves to choose conflict because we want to be right. right. We want to be right. We don't want to be misunderstood. Like we, we want to be understood. It's like a human instinct. And then when you just surrender to that peace and just say, fuck it. 
everything becomes so much easier. Yeah, owning your own power, owning your own control. It's a breeze, baby. <laughs> Life's a breeze. Yes. Life's a breeze when you stop allowing people to affect you. Yeah. Okay, on to me. What do I need to surrender? <laughs> oh. Wow. Yeah. You be jumping. <laughs> jumping, jumping. <laughs> Ladies, leave your cards. Out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh, the tarot's full of knowledge and its pockets full of grown. <laughs> Oh, she's getting some good ones. First card for moi is, oh, surrender to passion. (laughs) (laughs) Feeling yourself, girl. That's good. (laughs) I like that one. Focus on the people or activities that ignite your passion and let it flow. Beautiful. Next one is success. I know that there is no greater goal than to love. I see that. I see that. Okay. Next one is Ace of Pentacles. Yay for Pentacles. Well, for anybody out there that wants to send me money, I'll link my cash app below. (laughs) (laughs) I kid, I kid. But if you want to, you can. Okay, next card is Earth Mother. Feel loved and comforted. Hmm, That ties in with passion. Mm -hmm. Mm. Know that the energies of mother healing are with you to help clear any ancestral blockages that are preventing you from making this sacred love connection. You are being guided to make choices that are based on love. That special home that hits home for mama bear over here beautiful question thank you cards thank you cards right that's the beauty about us we all we all like kind of balance each other out and remind each other of things and yes holding each other accountable accountable is very important and near and dear to our hearts so that leads us into today's episode Today, we will be talking about friendships or relationships and conflict within those um, relationships and how to come to common ground, how to develop understanding, how to move forward, or how to let it go. So let's talk about it, ladies. Yes, let's talk about it. So kind of our first point is perspective. Um, Sometimes everyone has a different perspective of something. And a lot of times, for example, if an accident occurs and there are multiple witnesses, it's crazy how everyone will have a different perspective. Like everyone will see the accident differently. Mm -hmm. And just using that analogy alone in life and in relationships, you have to understand that everyone is coming from a different perspective everyone has different tools in their toolbox and um 
they can only see from their perspective and their experiences. Yes. And a lot of times our experiences are completely different. So we see something completely different than someone else. No two people are ever going to have the same interpretation, even if it is the same situation that they witnessed it. Like you said, for example, an accident. No two people are ever going to have the same perspective because my perspective is based on all of the life situations leading up into this point. I have been preparing myself. I've been preparing my life, all my life for this one moment. Yes. You're being you, who you are right now in this moment is a sum of every experience you've had in life, every experience, encounter, emotion, all of that rolled into one makes you exactly who you are in this moment right now. So what happens when we have conflict with, with friends, loved ones, significant others and we're not exactly seeing eye to eye and we just don't know how to get to the point of resolving the situation how do we get to how do we get to a point of neutrality well i think a lot of it has to do with always staying neutral if you yeah. start to allow yourself to go one way or the other hot or cold good or bad, right or wrong, what is right? What is wrong? Who's by whose definition, by whose standard? So always staying in that balance and staying unaffected, remaining unaffected. One of my favorite Abraham Hicks quotes is some people are going to love you. Some people are going to hate you. And none of it has anything to do with you, right? Because that's everybody coming from their own perspective. If my next door neighbor decides that they don't like me, that has nothing to do with me. I can't care. I love them. I'll love everybody. But if they don't like me, stay neutral. Yeah. Who cares? I couldn't possibly care what everyone thinks. So why do I, why would I care what anyone thinks? I don't. Yeah. One, when you say that, Allie, one word that comes to mind is attachment. Attachment, how you attach yourself to something and how you um, feel about it and your attachment to it. If there is a conflict in something, we're the person is obviously attaching themselves to either a feeling or just a limiting belief. Mm -hmm. And when you start to look for conflicts in your life, you will find them. Yeah. yeah. You will find them. You will, if, if you're looking for problems, you're going to look for problems. You're going to attract problems and you're, you're going to put those energies out and problems will find you and you will find problems. Definitely. And the same goes for the opposite. If you're looking for solutions if you're coming from a place of love and looking for um, solutions, you're going to find the answers. You're going to, they're going to fall in your lap easily. Yep. I was just actually going to say that one thing that you can do, especially when you're having conflict with someone is just remaining solution focused. Hmm. Like, how can we fix this? Like what, that, that was a theme for my past weekend when a group of us, we all had a conflict and it was very hard in the moment for everyone to remain solution focused. And a lot of the times I just had to just step back and just kind of be the, not only the mediator, but also the one to say, hey, can we resolve this? Can we get, can we get past this problem? And it's so much easier said than done, especially when it's the heat of the moment to remain solution focused. But once you have that in your 
mind that, you know, the relationship is bigger than the problem. The relationship is more important than the problem then. It's easier to figure out a solution. Yes. I see why you got the peacekeeper card. Yeah, right? There you go. And I'm like, hold on a second. Let's all take a step back. We all care about each other. So let's remain solution focused. Let's figure out a solution. And in the moment, it was very difficult for some people to kind of figure out what a solution is because it seems like sometimes people are so, they like, they're so used to feeling a problem. They're so used to feeling a negative emotion that it's different when you kind of switch that perspective and try to find a solution because you're so used to a negative feeling. Like you're so used to it. You become and attached. So, you become attached to that emotion. And that's kind of, but we talk about people coming from, you know, their own experiences. Sometimes people only know negative experiences. So they only know negative feelings. So if anything outside of that, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. If that's all you know is problem. If all you know is how to express anger. If if all you know is to listen to conflict or find a conflict, Mm -hmm. that's all you're going to find. And that's all that's people are coming with what they, what they have. Yes. And then, and that, leads me to another good um point is to come from a place of understanding and if somebody is coming from those type of negative emotions or experiences know that yeah understanding for that and that might give you the clarity that you need to step back and say okay this person is reacting this way because this is this is how they know how to react. It's all they know. So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe you with your, with your insight and knowing that can pass that along to your friend, your loved one or whatever. I know you're hurting. I know you've experienced this and I understand that. How can we move forward? People really um, crave validation and the emotions that they're feeling and so the more that we need to feel validated by our emotions and others the more we depend on others for our emotions Mm -hmm. emotional fulfillment yeah that's another thing is is making sure that you are fulfilling your own emotional needs so that you're not dependent on other people because Nobody owes you anything. Nobody I have to smile at the sign behind Quessy right now. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see it. Help yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Help yourself. Help yourself first, right? Yeah. You have to take care of you first. I'm this, you know, I've heard this on many other podcasts, but it really clicked for me when I heard this. When you're when you're on the airplane and the oxygen drops down, what do they tell you? Help yourself before you help the child next to you. Yeah, Yeah. you can't, you can't help anybody. You can't even love anybody until you love yourself first. You hear some people saying like, I've heard this before. I've heard somebody say like, I love them more than I love myself. Well, then you don't really love them. And you don't, because you don't love yourself. (laughs) Because you don't know what love is. Yeah. If you feel that way, give one of us a call. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. walk through some self-love exercises. 
But another thing is communication um, and also kind kind of listening to what people are not saying. So for me as a therapist, oftentimes when someone comes into the therapeutic setting and we're talking and they come to me with a problem, I listen to what they're saying. However, I also listen to what they're not saying because sometimes people do not have the language to express how they truly feel. They don't use the correct feeling words. And we talk about feelings, right? They, they don't use feeling words. So sometimes it's, it's, and also not only listen to not, not only listening to what people are not saying, but also asking questions, right? Mm -hmm. For clarity so that you can understand where they're coming from, mm -hmm. asking the right question. And just approaching them from a completely judgment-free zone. They feel judged sitting there. They're judging themselves. And it's just just being open and honest in that communication. I mean, we've we've experienced it in our group, the three of us, right? If it was all cookies and love and bunnies and it was all easy, then where would our growth be? We're learning to communicate with each other. And it's been, it's been beautiful. You could say, oh you know, threes, you know, threes, there's, there's an imbalance there. No, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Say earlier, guys, accountability. Yes. Holding people accountable. Yes. In a and loving way. Accountable. In a loving way. You don't yeah. have to be right. a massive bitch and holding somebody accountable. Like, oh, you did this and you no. you know, like what you said hurt my feelings. You know, that's a way of holding somebody accountable. What you, the way you said this yeah. mm -hmm. made me feel this way, or, you know, saying things subtly and in a way that people can understand without breathing down their necks is a gentle way of having accountability. And staying away from this idea that someone has to be right or wrong. Who cares? Yeah. We just are. Yeah, you just <laughs> we are. Simply, we simply are. <laughs> it's okay to be wrong. Mm -hmm. Accept that. Accept that. <laughs> You're wrong. A lot, mm -hmm. a lot of the time. We're human. We want to be right. We want to, we want to be right, but we're, we're going to experience failures. Yeah. It's just part of our human condition. We expect we experience failures so that we can know triumphs. We experience things that are not loving so that we can know love. I've been having some tests lately, some interesting life situations presented that probably would have crumbled me. Old Allie would have crumbled me, uh, but I'm choosing to see the beauty in all of life's situations, like literally all situations can be beautiful if you choose to see the beauty in them. Yes, every opportunity, every situation is an opportunity for you to grow, for you to learn something from it. You know, um, one of the biggest lessons that we learned when we met each other was what guys? Slow down. <laughs> slow down and it still holds true weeks after the fact I keep getting reminded uh -huh. <laughs> as do I yeah. same 
even yesterday for me, I've heard that several times, slow down. Yes. It's, it's like a little whisper in my ear now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, goosebumps because it's um it's slow down and it's very much be present. Yes. Right. Get out of your head, be present. Mm -hmm. Be here, be now. So we talk about accountability, we talk about communication, we talk about perspective, we talked about being remaining solution focused. What else can we do to kind of navigate through conflict effectively and also in a way that everyone is being heard? I choose peace. Always be always be the peaceful one. There will be balance. Choose peace and listen with intent. Listen with the intent to understand that person, not with the intent to respond. Because often when we are discussing a conflict with somebody and that need to be right is just protruding, we're already thinking of the next thing we're going to say while the person is speaking. Well, I'm going to say this next and this is my comeback. Instead of, instead of thinking about what you're going to say next, let your mind go blank. Keep swiping those thoughts out of your mind and listen to that other person so that you can understand them. And then when you respond, you'll respond in a more peaceful way because you're you're being understanding yeah understanding is neutrality right it is mm -hmm. yes listening listening is such an important component of any relationship or just being a good friend being a good lover being a good parent parent that's one thing i've really learned lately actually is to sit back and actually listen to my kids instead of instead of me getting heated for something they did I sit down with them now and I ask them why why did you do that let's talk about it how were you feeling when you did that how mm -hmm. can we keep this from happening again and I often ask them you know what are some things that you think I can do better as your mom, what can I do better? It's helpful. <laughs> yeah. I'm not perfect, but I'm certain. Well, you weren't, you weren't put here to be the perfect mom and they weren't put here to put, you know, to be your perfect kids, but it's, it's perfect in your way, in your own way. It exactly. is. That's, that's an important thing for parents to realize, not just that you weren't meant to be the perfect parent, but your kids were not meant to be perfect kids and you can't project what you want for them onto them let them be their own humans you know their own humans with their own karma they're yeah. little humans but they still have karma they have things that they're learning at their own pace oh yes oh yes something else just came to mind guys and you know what that is is also learning when to when to say sorry yes learning when to apologize when you are wrong. Mm -hmm. I know that sometimes saying sorry to someone can be very difficult. Um, and it's just very important to kind of let someone know when you're wrong. You know what? <laughs> I, I read a, um, a quote somewhere that said, 
a long time ago and it really stuck with me. And it was sometimes instead of saying sorry, say thank you. Mm. If it's if saying sorry is very difficult for you, say thank you. Mm. So an example of that would be instead of saying sorry, I'm sorry I'm late. You can say something like, thank you for being so patient with me. Thank you for waiting for me. Thank you for waiting for me. Good idea. It's like, it's like reframing, you know, oh, I have to, I have to go and mow the lawn or I have to, you know, set up this, this table for my mom. Instead of saying I have to, I get to, I get to mow the lawn. I I get to help my mom with this table. Yes. So we talk about the person who has a difficult time saying sorry, but what about the person who apologizes for everything? Hmm. You know, I'm sorry. You know, even just casually saying, sometimes you're just saying, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Someone's in your way and you're saying sorry instead of saying, excuse me. I know those. (laughs) Yeah, I know plenty of those. I have a theory on that. I think that it's not really us apologizing to the other person. It's actually us apologizing to ourselves for feeling Mm -hmm. inadequate. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And excuses. You know, that's part of the accountability. Stop making excuses. Stop Mm -hmm. making excuses for yourself and other people. Mm -hmm. We can come up with some great excuses too. Um, A friend of mine, or she's like, but I'm just so happy with me and with my weight. I'm just so happy that I haven't made these changes. And I said, so then stop using your happiness as an excuse. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. It clicked. It clicked. Probably use that on my client because she definitely she can come up with some stuff sometimes Mm -hmm. as to why she's keeping her weight on. And um yeah, it's it's counterproductive. So let's get into um how to know when to let relationships go when there's conflict and it just can't be resolved. How do you know? Number one, how do you know it's the right time to let a toxic situation go or a situation that's no longer in your best interest or the best interest of the other person? Um, How do you know? Just knowing when it no longer serves you for the better, knowing when the relationship doesn't no longer benefits anyone whether that be benefits of having a friend friend or a partner or when it no longer serves the higher good. Yes. So definitely trust your intuition on the situation that your gut and your body and your your heart are telling you. Um, Believe people's actions, not just what they're telling you, but pay attention to not only what they're saying, but are they coming through with the things they're talking about? Are they actually doing the things that they're talking about? If they're talking about changing, are they actually making steps towards those changes? Take note of their availability for you, their concern for you. Their patience their patience for you, their connection to you? Does it feel real? Mm, mm. Is there balance? 
Mm-hmm. And this isn't coming from a place of ego, right, girls? This is when you said trust your intuition. That was that was what I was thinking was trust your knowing. And you know, mm-hmm. you know when your energies are being spent. Yeah. When, when you are, you know, with somebody feeling those energies. And if the energies aren't feeling in a way that is going to serve you, you know. Uh, An important thing that kind of came up this weekend, and I had to reiterate it to someone several times this weekend, it was, uh, don't, don't talk about someone unless it's positive. Don't talk, don't talk to, don't talk about someone, even if you're saying something neutral or negative, just don't talk about that person, period. Unless you have something positive to say about someone, don't talk about them. If they're, not in the presence, right? if they're not in the presence, don't talk about them for multiple reasons. Like we said earlier in this episode, perspective. So you may be saying something about someone that is neutral about the other person, but just what the other person may interpret is that you're talking about them and it's it could come off negative. So if you don't have anything positive to say about someone, especially when they're not in your presence, don't say it. When you have a friend complaining to you about another friend, you're sending the message that you're, you, you maybe can't be trusted because yeah. who's to say then when you hang up the phone with me, you're not calling someone else and saying, you're never going to believe this horseshit that Allie just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, two, I've been receiving messages, Ashley, like you. And uh, yeah, I really like that. Don't just don't, if you don't have anything good, good to say, or even if you did, like maybe just, um, maybe just refrain from talking so much about all. Are we yeah, saying yeah. at all times, never talk about anybody? No, not at all times, right? But balance, balance, balance. it's all about mm-hmm. balance. And this message I've been receiving is like, cause I live alone. So I talk to my dog, but a lot of my talking is up here and just not thinking too much about somebody. Yeah, don't harp on a situation too much. You know, let it work itself out. If it's gonna work itself out, it's gonna work itself out. You don't have to do much on your part. Ask yourself if within the relationship, if you're feeling respected, if you're feeling heard, if you're feeling loved, if you're feeling those things, then it's going to work itself out. If it's not, then really take a hard look of at if it's time to let that go. I think a lot of our themes that are coming out also resonate with let it be easy. It doesn't all have to be so hard. Trust that knowing, trust that intuition. And we talked a lot about that in our episode on surrendering to forgiveness. So if this message is resonating with you and you haven't seen that podcast episode yet, go check it out. Absolutely. Uh, Thank you so much, everyone, for listening, sharing, commenting, liking, all the good stuff. We love you. Yeah. Yeah. We see y'all. We see you, we see you, and we hear you. And thank you so much. We'll be back. We'll be back. See you next time. Ciao. Bye. Bye. (laughs)